Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uniform Mike Papa, the Unapologetic Man podcast. You are a goddamn legend for tuning in. If you've been listening for a long time, you know what to do, brother. Smack yourself on the ass so hard when the concussion hits, it blows the right eyebrow off your face. If this is your first time listening, yes, I am psychotic, and yes, I am extremely random. So if you don't like that shit, then click away right now, because this one is one of my favorite things to talk about. It's called Hoop Theory and requests, and I might just get a little bit random in here, might turn into that spasmanian devil. So if you don't like that kind of energy, I'm sorry, brother, I can't help you with that. Click elsewhere and go listen to somebody who is a hell of a lot more boring because I try to keep it interesting in this podcast. So hoop theory, let's just jump right into it. None of the blatant advertising, I'm not going to read one of the infinity of testimonials that I continue getting about my three-month coaching program. No, no, no. We're jumping straight into this bad Jackson and we're talking about hoop theory. What is that? Well, in the last episode, the one I dropped on Monday, we talked about compliance tests. God, I love compliance tests. And I didn't realize it until I was out last weekend that I never recorded a podcast about it. Certainly, I speak about it in depth in my three-month coaching program, but that was the first time I ever talked about it and I thought it was a pretty good episode. So the question is, what happens when she does the same thing to you? What happens when she asks you for a favor? What happens when she tries to get you to sell yourself to her, which so many guys do and is absolutely horrible? What happens when she turns the shit around on you, tries to get the frame and tries to get you to jump through her hoops? What do you do? Should you do them? Okay, so let's set the scene here. You are in a nightclub and you are talking to an extremely hot girl. Now, fortunately, Due to going through Mark's three-month coaching program, you feel like you're a 10. You give her probably around a nine. She's smoking hot, could definitely be on the front of a Playboy or a Maxim magazine. I mean, this chick is banging. I want you to think about your exact type. Okay, she's standing right there in front of you right now. Now, the previous you would have been nervous. The previous you would have sold yourself to her. But right now, you're feeling like a goddamn 10. You are your own hero. Thanks to the work that you've been doing on yourself. God, you're a champion. Invest in yourself. Do the hard work. Move into your fears because you have the heart of a warrior and you are not dissuaded by your own cowardice. So there you are standing in front of this hot chick. You open her. Things are going well. And she says to you, hey, Mike. Hey, Brian. Hey, Chris. Hey, James. Hey, PJ. Hey, Alex. Hey, Kelvin. Hey, Chad. Hey, whoever your name is, can you grab me a napkin from the bar? And she does it real cute, like, right? She gets that little innocent, kind of girly kind of look to her. And she's like, can you, can you go grab me a napkin from the bar? Or can you buy me a drink? Or can you watch my purse when I go to the bathroom? And you're like, oh, my hell. What do I do here, Mark Singh? If I do the favor, then I'm basically a floor mat. And I know from listening to Mark Singh's podcast that guys who do girls favors end up in the friend zone. And this hopefully is a light bulb moment for a lot of you guys who ended up in the friend zone in the past because you did chicks favors. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you what to do instead. So what do you do, man? Do you not do the favor? And now you're suddenly an asshole. You're standing there in front of this girl. Conversation's good. There's a good vibe. And she's like, can you go grab me a napkin from the bar? And you're like, no. Do you think that would look good? Do you think she's going to think you're a good dude? Or is she going to think you're an asshole? 
Well, I'll tell you, between those two options of getting that napkin from the bar and not, between those two options, although both are less than ideal, I would go with the one where I just say no. And I would be completely unapologetic about it. I wouldn't react. I wouldn't say sorry. I would be like, no. And just stand there, right? Until she says something else. Cause I feel like I'm enough. I feel like I don't have to work for girls approval. I am enough literally standing there without her knowing anything about me. She doesn't know I have a big podcast. that's in the top 1% of all podcasts worldwide. She doesn't know I am literally the most effective dating coach that has ever walked this earth. She doesn't know that I'm able to give her an orgasm that's so intense it'll blow the weave off her head when the concussion hits. She knows nothing about me. But by me standing there feeling like I'm completely enough and I say no to her, it's a non-reactive no. It's a high quality no. It's a no that doesn't have to explain itself because I feel like I'm enough. But there's an even better way to reply when a girl asks you to do her a favor. Now, for you guys that have been through my program or for you champions who have listened to hundreds of my episodes, I literally hear from guys all the time. They're like, Mark, I've listened to every single episode. And I reply, I'm like, I'm sorry about that, man. Having to listen to my voice for literally thousands of hours. I feel for you, brother. Here's a couple programs. Smack yourself on the ass with the conversation sniper because you're a goddamn champion. But for those of you guys who haven't listened to those episodes, what do you do there? How can you do her the favor while at the same time still having her respect? What you do, it's very simple, and you guys know this, who know this, is what do you do? That's right. You have her do a favor for you first, okay? One for one. So very simple, and I do this all the goddamn time, or I gotta get my Australian accent ready, let's go. I can do this. She asks, hey, can you get me a napkin from the bar? And I say, yeah, definitely. Ask me in an Australian accent. Now, at first, she's gonna be like, what? Like, what? Be like, yeah, ask me in an Australian accent. Come on, let's hear it. Your best Australian accent. And then she's gonna be like, all right, I can do this, boys. Come on, come on. Roy, can you give me a napkin from the bar? Eh, it was okay, I give it a seven. And then what I always say, boys, is, Right away, ma'am, like a boomerang, I'll be right back to you, okay? Then I go get the napkin from the bar and I give it to her. She laughs and she learns that my favors must be earned. Now, this translates directly into value. This translates directly into frame control. You are a goddamn 10, brother. You are a champion. You have so much to offer a woman. You have no idea. Just by listening to this podcast, you are showing the will to improve yourself. And as I said in my money podcast, does money really matter to women? No, but what matters to women is ambition. By you listening to this podcast, by you working on yourself, by you investing in yourself, by coming to join my three-month coaching program, you are literally in the top 0.001% of men. How do I know this is true? Because I've studied the statistics. So by you doing that, you are justified to have your favor be earned. You're not gonna be a lap dog. You're not gonna just do chicks favors because in the past, as many of you guys have found, that puts you in the friend zone. So you ask her to do a favor for you first. The one I like is ask me in an Australian accent, in English accent. Frankly, I can hardly tell the difference between the two. I make her do a little ballerina twirl for me or, and this is one of my favorites too, I make her make a donkey noise. Be like, yeah, make a donkey noise or a sea lion noise, or a horse noise, or something that entertains me to show her that my favor must be earned. Okay, so she's like, hey, can I get a napkin from the bar? Definitely, make a donkey noise. She's gonna be like, what? Come on, let's hear it. Make a donkey noise. I'm gonna go get you that napkin from the bar. It's gonna be the best napkin. I'm gonna sort through them and find you the best one, but I need that donkey noise now. Let's go, let's hear it. And she's like, hee-haw, and I'm like, oh my God. 
That tells me everything I need to know about you. Stay right there. I'll go get you the napkin. And notice that little subtle compliance test that I also threw in there. For those of you who listened to my podcast on Tuesday, I talked about compliance tests, right? Notice how I said, stay right there. Okay, and I'll do that too. That's a great compliance test. Stay right there. I'll be right back. Okay, you go get her a napkin and you're like, here you are, you see donkey and she fucking cracks up. Okay, so the basic premise is this. She tries to get you to jump through a hoop. That's fine, but she has to jump through a hoop first. Okay, let's say she asks you for a bigger favor, such as, can you help me move, right? She lives in an apartment. She's gonna move to a different apartment. You have a pickup truck. She wants to borrow it. She wants to use it. You can say yes to that, but what should you do to actually go help her move? That's right. She has to take you to a five-star dinner. She has to take you shopping. You want to get a new jacket. She has to do something for you in order for you to do that. Okay. She has you drive out to her place. She lives half an hour away. And as I talked about in my previous podcast on Tuesday, we try to get girls to drive to us. We try to get girls to put effort into us. Like literally boys, I've had girls when I was like a big time player and I was dating all kinds of chicks. I had chicks so sprung on me and I don't condone this behavior, but I did it just to see if I could pull it off. I will call them at like 1 a.m. and say, what are you doing? And she'd be like, I'm, I'm sleeping. And I'd be like, well, I really want to see you right now. So get up, come on over. And this chick literally lived an hour away. She got up, got all her makeup on, completely got ready, drove an hour and came over and sucked my dick. And then I fell asleep like a total asshole, butthole naked. My penis flapped over to one side, one leg hanging off the bed and drool coming out of my mouth, snoring like a goddamn pig. And she's like, why the fuck did I just do that? Because I had her so strong that she would literally comply to anything that I said. Now, as I just said, it was fucked up. I don't condone it. I would not do it now that I have a decent moral compass, but I used to do that because you guys would not believe what a woman would do when she's in love with you. She'll literally do anything, anything you ask her to do. And that's why I tell you guys, be very careful with what you do once you have the power of love, the power of love in your hands because you can really, really hurt a woman and they will do almost anything. How do we get to that power, quote unquote? by compliance tests, showing her that your favor must be earned. You're not a lap dog. I have girlfriends who I've put in the friend zone who are nines and tens, several of them. All of them have what we call orbiters. Orbiters are guy friends who want to get in with her, but unfortunately they've bought into all her frame. They've jumped through all the hoops that she set out before them. So now they're in the friend zone and I'll tell you, unless you get my coaching, once you're in the friend zone jail, it's very hard to come out. And by the way, I don't work with guys who are specifically in the friend zone. They're like, Mark, help me get out of here so I can get this one girl. I do not work with guys who have one-nitis. I work with guys who wanna get tons and tons and tons and tons of new girls into their lives. That's what I do in my three months coaching program. But you wanna get out of the friend zone? The worst thing you can do is keep doing this chick favors. And that's what these guys do. So my friends, Ashley, Alicia, Lindsay, Kelly, these chicks are fucking nines and tens. Each of them has at least three guy friends who are the orbiters. They're orbiting her planet like a little moon, beep, 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 trying to get in with her. And it's never going to happen because they keep doing her favors. I've had guys do me favors who are the friends of my girlfriends. Oh, can you help Mark move? Can you help Mark with this project? Can you help Mark bring a pool table into his house? Oh, sure, whatever you say, Ashley, I'll definitely do that. And he's hoping, he's praying that he's gonna get her to have sex with him and his tears will be lubricant for sex. Is this resonating with any of you guys who 
You guys have done girls favors in the past and what happens? You end up in the friend zone and she literally has you drop her off at some other dude's house that she can have sex with. I've had that happen. Where I've been dating a chick, her car broke down and I'm like, come on over. And she lives half an hour away and she's like, ah, my car doesn't work. And she's like, wait, I can get Brian to drive me. And then Brian, poor bastard, man, fucking drives her to my house, drops her off and then picks her up the next day. Like literally guys will do this. Why? Because it starts with little compliance tests, little hoops that girls are going to put out in the very beginning. And boys, this literally happens from the first conversation. So you need to show her your favor must be earned by making her do a favor for you first. And yes, it starts with something so small, so innocent as a little favor, even such as, hey, get me a napkin from the bar. And what if she asks you to buy her a drink? I talked about this in a recent podcast as well. Do you guys buy chicks drinks? No, you don't. Your favor must be earned. So what you do is you play a game with her. The game I like to play is where I hold a dollar bill and I drop it and she tries to grab it between her two fingers. If she doesn't grab it, she buys me the drink. If she does grab it, I buy her the drink. See how my favor must be earned? And either way, she gets to have fun. So when it comes to compliance tests, when it comes to women, and this is not condescending, God, I can get myself in trouble here, but it's such a good example, I have to say it. It's a lot like dog training. When she does what you want, she has fun. When she doesn't do what you want, she doesn't have fun. And listen, women who are listening, I say the same thing to you. With dudes, it's dog training. When he does what you want, he has fun. When he doesn't do what you want, he doesn't have fun. Simple, human psychology 101. But with hoop theory, they're gonna ask you for favors. They are going to do this, brother. So simply, yeah, I'll do it, but ask me in an Australian accent. And for you Aussies out there, ask me in an American accent. Let's hear it, okay? Or do a little twist for me, sing a little song, put your hand up like this, all right, shake it real hard. Yeah, let's do it, we'll have a thumb war. If I win, you buy the drink. If you win, I'll buy the drink, okay? Something like that, your favor must be earned. Now, what if she tries to get you to sell yourself to her? She's like, so what's good about you beyond your looks? the same kind of qualifying question that I teach to my boys to say to women. What if a woman says that to you? What should you do there? Should you explain yourself to her? Well, what I always say is this. If she jumped through your hoop, like let's say you say to her, what would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? And she explains it. She's like, I'm very loyal. I'm very caring. I'm awesome. I'll do anything for my friends. You're like, you know what? That's cool. Then she turns it back on you and she says, well, what would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? Being it that she jumped through your hoop already, you can jump through her hoop, but I always make a joke first. Okay, so she's like, what would your best friend say is the coolest thing about you? I'd make a joke like my best friend would say I'm the best handshaker in the world. Like literally, I'm going to the handshake world championships. Maybe one day, Kelly, you experience the handshake. Not now though, can't do that for you. No, just kidding. Actually, he'd also say I'm really loyal one time and then I'd tell the story. Okay, so... You can jump through her hoops, but the premise is she has to jump through one of your hoops first. Now, what if she refuses to do it? That begs the question. What if she says, no, I'm not going to do it? Then you don't do her the favor. She's like, hey, can you get me a napkin from the bar? And you say, yeah, for sure. Ask me an Australian accent. She's like, no. And you're like, okay. And then you just stand there completely unapologetically, unconfrontationally, that's a word, without negativity. You just stand there and you continue the conversation. And then she's like, well, can you get me the napkin from the bar? And you're like, no, unless you do the Australian accent. Come on, let's hear it. Or Kelly, if you'd like, I'll give you another option. Make a donkey noise or make a sea lion noise or make a tigress noise. Let's hear your best tigress. I like to make chicks do that too. If she's not willing to play ball, then you're not willing to play ball. 
Now you may think, yeah, but like the positive interaction will be halted. That's okay, bro. I want you to realize that sometimes it's okay to be disagreeable with women. Sometimes it's okay to tell them you don't agree with what they're saying. You don't condone their actions. You don't like their attitudes and you're not gonna be their floor mat. You are not to be fucked with and you communicate that through your actions and nothing more. And you are never reactive. You are never spazzy. You don't hyperextend the vagina in your pants or your butthole. Relax, bro. Drop it down a gear. You're unaffected by these chicks. She's not going to play ball. You're not going to play ball. Like I said, she doesn't do what you want. No fun for her. If she does what you want, fun. And again, you may be saying, but yeah, won't I lose her attraction? No, you're going to get her more attracted to you. Her having fun and her having good feelings isn't always the recipe for attraction. Sometimes her feeling somewhat reprimanded, her noticing that you're an alpha male who has a very strong frame and you are not to be messed with, that will equal attraction too. Many times I've told women straight up, listen, your behavior, I'm not gonna ride with it. Let's go ahead and get you dropped off. I'm done with this. And then 10 minutes later, I'm having sex with them. Why? Because the ability to be disagreeable communicates a strong frame. You must have a stronger frame than she does in order for her to get attracted to you. Guys who are alpha, guys who are masculine, they're not afraid to be disagreeable. Once again, without reactivity and negativity. So if you're okay to be disagreeable, watch what happens. Then she's going to buy into your frame because she's not going to be as disagreeable as you are, probably because she's in her feminine and femininity is largely agreeable. She's going to follow your frame and trust in it. And that's what she needs to get attracted to you. All these orbiters who are in the friend zone, they've shown a weak frame. They put her in the masculine position. So she literally resents them. I'll ask my girlfriends, hey, Ashley, you should go have sex with Brian. She'd be like, ew, no. Oh my God, no. He's like a brother to me. Why? Because she's in the masculine in that relationship. She's leading the frame. He's doing her the favors. He's being in the supplicatory role. He's following her as the feminine follows the masculine. Therefore, he's in the friend zone and the chances of him coming out, he can get out with my tutelage. Again, I don't do it. Don't even fucking write me about it. Don't want to deal with it. It's a giant headache. I'm not dealing with it. But if he had my tutelage, I can get that dude out of the friend zone so quickly. How? By giving him frame, making him believe in himself, pushing her away, going to get new chicks, being the fucking dude. And every time, boys, she asks him for a favor, he makes her jump through a hoop first. Hoop theory and requests. This is one of the most important tenets of frame control, so remember it. Along with the podcast that I dropped on Monday about compliance tests, things that you ask her to do for you, if you add this tactic to your repertoire, you're going to give her an orgasm so gigantic, her fucking eyebrows are going to blow off her face when the concussion hits. That unibrow is going to boom, blow off and end up on the ceiling. And the next girl is going to be like, why do you have a big old caterpillar on your ceiling? You're like, don't worry about it. Just lay back and enjoy the ride. Let the good times roll, right? What movie was that? Uh, American Pie, right? She's like, do you really like me? And he looks away. He's like, oh yeah, for sure. And he's like, baby, don't worry about it. Just let the good times roll. That's so funny, dude. And then she does it because he's leading the frame. But anyway, boys, remember this, this hoop theory, it's super goddamn important. If 
you'd like to get on a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me where we can talk about your issues with women, how long I think it would realistically take you to get to your goals with women, given the amount of bad belief systems, traumas, insecurities that you have, I'd love to be with you, man. Go to my website, coachmarksing.com, click on coaching. Takes probably about two minutes to fill out the application, submit it. If I like what I see, I will reach out to you with my schedule and you and I will get, 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 get on that one-on-one call together. I got some awesome podcasts lined up for the next few weeks, boys. I've already written them down. Some really powerful stuff, including some NLP stuff, some declarations of installing new belief systems into your heads. So please stay tuned for those. And if you find value in my podcast, I very much appreciate a five-star review with some writing behind it. Those testimonials have been absolutely spectacular lately. A sincere thank you. I really do appreciate all the love and there's so much goddamn love coming out. I'm absolutely humbled by the amount of reviews that I'm getting. It literally brings a tear to my non-shooting eye and I just thank you guys so much. Kick some ass this weekend, boys, and I will see you in the next episode.